It's Quizzercast time, and good news, it's another shonen. Yes, with Freeren having given us renewed hope in life and existence in general, there's no way shonen would ever betray us when he'd take a trip into Phil's past. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends Podcast, episode 94. Fake it to break it. I faked trash manga to break off my engagement, and now he's all lovey-dovey. And don't forget, use the code CRYPTONFACTOR to go buy your tie-in emergency rations only while stocks last. You know, you know, I hope you know what the show is by now, where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, making it black and white as to what's good, what's bad, and what's trash. I'm your forever host, Shonk, joined by Egyptian Mouk and Giant Filder. How are you both? Uh, once again, please explain the references no, you that, made. That's not my finest work. Do I have to? I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost on these ones as well. They're black and white animals. Okay. I guess no, I, mean, I uh, what, what was I going to work with here? I don't know. Some sort of Shadow Realm puns? I Could have gone Yu-Gi-Oh. Could have gone Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I could have gone Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. But I'll probably save that for the inevitable episode where we actually read Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, that's never going to happen. It's a good manga. Oh, there's plenty of spin-offs. We don't read good mangas on this channel. I could subject Go you to Yu-Gi-Oh! That, mean, was, that was the time. We, we read good manga occasionally. I, I dare. We, we just read one, in fact, in Free Red, which we just read. Oh, I thought you meant for this episode. Right, yeah, sure. We did read one, yeah. I... <laughs> I'm not humoring this. <laughs> Tell us what it's about, Sean. Uh, Okay, firstly, that's not my job. <laughs> Secondly, no, this is the banter section. You've got a whole month of banter to that recall is now. So yeah, I went back to Wales. That was a that was a good time. I got to see a wild boar live and in living colour, which uh, almost never happens because they're very seclusive creatures, you know. Oh, like the actual animal, right? <laughs> okay, what do you think I meant? I, honestly, I didn't know. I was like, is this some sort of sub- obscure stage play or something? No, no it's wild animals. Be country boy, I am. There, <laughs> there actually is a wrestler called Wild Boar, but in this case, yeah. No. Hence, hence why I was like, is it wrestling? It, no. There was almost certainly a wrestler called Wild Boar. Yes, <laughs> used to perform on NXT UK. What are these? Wild animals you speak of in the oh, outside. Brilliant! You go to this place called a forest, and then, or oh, and then you uh, walk you... around it. No, oh, you lost me. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had a blast going back down south. Uh, I'm pretty sure I caught COVID on the train down, so that wasn't fun. And I've also got loads of jaw issues now, but you know they'll, they'll, they'll get fixed in the future. I'm just waiting for my dental appointment. So, oh boy! So I'm just going to focus on the fun of seeing the country and not working for a bit, and that was nice. Oh man, we're talking about dental appointments <laughs> after multiple years of waiting. I finally got some wisdom teeth taken out. Oh my god, it was, uh, it was pulling teeth. Exactly what it sounds like, but it was multiple years of waiting for the NHS to get back to me. And don't get me wrong, I love the fact the NHS is free and. Free healthcare, it's a good thing, but goddamn, <laughs> sometimes when you either just have to wait for as long as you do, or when you get forgotten about or something, for something which isn't, like, important, as they deem it not really super important, it's like, ugh. <laughs> then I just rocked up for a regular checkup in the dentist one day, and they're like, oh yeah, we just take those out tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool, I guess I didn't need to go to the hospital, alright. How's Phil? Hi. Um... 
Let's not go crazy. Come on, buddy. You've got. You can give me some. You've had a month. You can give me something. <laughs> I, I gave you something. Something slightly something. more. All right. I gave you like an extra syllable. <sighs> no. Wow. That's well, the end of Phil then. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just matching the enthusiasm of of this episode's manga. Is it manga? That that is what we do on here, Mike. <laughs> Did I read the same thing as you? <laughs> I I think we you, you will know. We'll know. <laughs> I know. I know what I read. An old friend in a new name. But we'll get to that. Well, because like before we started here, there was this moment of like. Oh yeah, we're all agreeing on this. I'm like, are, are we? Are we going to? Oh, this is going to be fun. So let's find out. Hey, for your yeah, sake. We, we all love it, right? So right? this time around, we read <laughs> Monochrome Factor, a supernatural action manga. Ran from May 2004 to June 2011 for 11 volumes total. Written and drawn by Kyrie Serrano, who has done several other works, but this is their most popular one. It was licensed back in the day by Tokyo Pop, who got four volumes out before they Tokyo popped off. Yep. And there is an anime version, the 25% anime that aired in 2008 by ACGT, which is streamable over on High Dive. It also got a PS2 dating sim adventure game. What? Oh, random what? as fuck. <laughs> what? I, 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 <laughs> I, I can see why. But for, first of all, we need to know what this is. So, Phil, tell us about. The monochrome factor. It, it's not a dating sim for one. Anything's a dating sim if you try hard enough. I'm not sure on that one. Oh, I, I've seen various game jams across the time. You can make anything <laughs> a dating sim if you try hard enough. But should you, though? Should you no, really? Definitely not, but you, but you can. Monochrome factor follows Akira Nikaido, who is a bit of a delinquent, I guess. Slacker, somewhere between those two. Sort of never shows up for class. Sort of takes life at his own pace. And one day he is met by a mysterious stranger who asks for his help. And I think that's all I'm going to give you to go with. Because let, 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 let's go with that. Let's go with that. All right. That's okay. <laughs> doesn't give us much to work with, but all right. It doesn't. But, uh... I, I mean, I, let me give you something to work here, Mike. Because I, I, I've got lots of thoughts about this series, which we're going to come on to. But the, the resigning one that happened as I went further and further and further into it was, oh, I'm reading fucking Loveless again. <laughs> this is Shonen Loveless. I can't say I quite right. got that vibe. So no, you're gonna have I, to explain that I one. did. Because look at it this way, Mike. Yeah. Your main characters met by a stranger who already knows them and drags them into a supernatural world. Mm-hmm. And it's all kinds of gay. <laughs> it's, it's borderline yaoi, hence why it was a dating sim. And also, <laughs> there is their fights, but like, fuck, are they going to explain that to you? So... I mean, to be fair, to its credit, there's not really anything to explain in the fights. There's monsters. Because they don't show kill you them. them! There's monsters. They kill them with knives. Job done. Shit. It's not loveless, absolute... it's stupid fucking. Bullshit magic. No, Love, Lo- no you're right. Loveless did better with fights than this. Oh, right. I don't think that's true. Like you are forgetting exactly how bad the no, fights. No, in Loveless no, Loveless. Were. No, I remember exactly how bad Loveless was. This is worse. No, I this I would argue that. is the worst shonen I have ever read. 
Like, I'll agree with you that now that you point it out, like, yeah, I'm definitely seeing the Loveless vibes here. I, but, I no, would also say, no, there is a fundamental difference between the two main characters here in, in Loveless. Like, Loveless, it's straight up weird, their relationship. It's just all kinds of wrong. Uh, I don't know. I would say Shiragami is a toxic motherfucker. I Sure. I don't Except he's not that. grooming anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's not grooming it. Akira is very much just like, I want to fucking get rid of you. He's not like, oh my god, I love you. I want to fuck you so hard. Why also, can't I quit you? Also, no one has cat ears that they lose when they have set. Like, going back to the fights thing, there is fights against shadow monsters. That's a very basic tenet of this series. The, the core, core idea is there is a shadow world. Mm-hmm. Opposite our own world. We, we are in the world of light, and there is a opposite, which is the shadow world. Monsters come from the shadow world where the barrier, whatever they want to call it, between the worlds is thin enough that they can get through. And there is a group of people that go around killing the shadow monsters, maintaining order. That's a very, very basic premise of it, yes. Very, very basic. And the thing is, these fights, they are better than Loveless. Uh, They are, because they happen on panel. Whereas I distinctly remember in Loveless, whenever they were doing anything in a fight, you just look at a guy talking and then like, oh no, something happened. It's indescribable. <laughs> no, but you see there, you've, you've done the difference there. In Loveless, something happened. Uh, I wouldn't say something happens in the fights of these. Outside of maybe one at the end of volume two, most of the fights in this happen either off screen or just don't really happen. They just look at each other a bit and then it's over. I would say at least there's art put towards it rather than in loveless where it's a Loveless has art. i mean it was people being wrapped up in chains but it had art i that did happen but there was i mean that's kind of happens in this as well kind of in loveless they would say a word maybe if you were lucky you'd see a motion line and then we were just told that thing happened and yet, that's more mechanical depth and explanation than this ever gave. I I mean, there's disagree. no need for mechanical depth or explanation. This the monsters they die by getting stabbed. It's a shonen. They die by getting stabbed, Sean. You Absolute. don't need mechanics. Yes, you do. You need something. Otherwise, why 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 bother with shadows at all at that point? Just ugh. that that's separate to the fighting. It's just so bad. So bad. See, that's not even the worst part, I think. I feel like the worst part... Oh, there's part... a million worst parts, but go on. Well, the worst part of this is it's a complete aversion to explaining shit. And they... Okay, let, let's talk about the actual story first so I can get to my point. Right. The actual story is... You've got this delinquent guy who meets some random pretty man who then, for some reason, says, I know who you are. Come back to the school at this time of night and i'm not gonna do that why would i do that you you'll you'll do it and then he does okay he, he gets he gets tricked because his childhood friend neighbor lady friend is like hey i left my book at school can you come with me to get it and it's, oh no it was a trick it wasn't actually yes. the neighbor childhood friend it was actually just a shadow Mr. Strangeman sent that look so like a... For, for the first of several hundred times, the mentor character lies and abuses the lead character. Yes. Yes. And then when he gets there, 
they are suddenly attacked by shadows from all directions, these shadow monsters. And this is apparently a really, really big deal. And the mentor character, the name I don't remember, but their name, it's like really on the nose as far as naming conventions are. It says, stay in this circle or you'll, a bad thing will happen. Or you'll be attacked. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy, genius that he is, says, no, fuck that. And just runs away and then immediately gets attacked and like sucked into the shadow realm. It's like, fuck's sake, man. So he then says, oh, in order to save you, I have to do a thing without explaining the thing, which is the first time of many that some pretty serious stakes are put forward here without any information to actually discuss if they're a good idea or not. Because it turns out the thing that he's going to do to save him is to destroy his physical body so that he be himself becomes a shadow and therefore can't be sucked into the shadow world. Mm -hmm. Mm, no, not that's basically completely it. correct. One hundred percent correct. That's exactly not, how not, that first chapter goes. Not, I mean, yes, the broad strokes. The exactly why it's happening wasn't his body is destroyed. It's when he gets sucked into the shadow realm, he stops being part of the world of light, and therefore, to actually continue to exist in that world, he has to form this contract. He has he has lost his opposite. I don't know. I feel like the way I've described it, based on what actually happens, is effectively correct. He's essentially tricked into deleting his physical presence from the world and therefore becoming completely reliant on this other guy. But it's, it's fine, Mike, because like all good shonens, now he's got his powers, you'll immediately see a demonstration of him kicking butt, right? <laughs> I don't think he ever kicks no. butt ever in this No, I, no there isn't well, even a fight not in that read. first chapter. No, there's, there's no fight, there's no demonstration or explanation of his powers, no reasoning. A large chunk of that first chapter is taken up with a female character who is essentially irrelevant to the <laughs> progression of this. The, as I mentioned already, you've got the mentor just lying or not explaining shit repeatedly, and that's not just the first chapter they that happened throughout. It's, just, it's, it's the worst first chapter of a show I've ever read. Yeah, I'm starting to think you don't like this manga very much, Sean. I, what, damn. <sighs> Yeah, you see, you're, you're, you're a master of nuance. That's how you've picked up on this. <laughs> it's why I have an appreciation for this just, manga. All the just, nuance. It's just this... Like I've read so many shows, and this, this is how, how do you do such a debut chapter so badly? <laughs> how? I don't, I don't know. It's not terrible. I mean, it's, it's abysmal, yeah. It's worse than terrible. <laughs> there is multiple times throughout just what we read where this mentor character just refuses to give our main character the actual information that he will need for the situations that the mentor character is effectively forcing him into. It's like, wow, that's a, that's a dick move. And they lampshade it to hell. They lampshade oh, it so they, much. It, in like one of the last chapters of what we read, it's literally him just confronting about going, you're asking me to do all of this, but you don't explain shit. And the guy just goes, ah, why are you so angry at me? Ah. <laughs> like, you can't be this. I mean, yes, okay, toxic, toxic people and abusers can be this stupid and not realize it. But no, you can't. When it's spelled out to you, you can't be this fucking stupid. And like when he does essentially force him to force this mentor to give him information, gives him like the bare bones of information. Like, the, the most widest explanations, if anything. Like, we do actually eventually get the explanation of 
the world of light and the world of dark is like the physical world and the shadow world kind of thing and the whole monsters bleeding over but we get that in such drips and drabs in a frustrating amount of time like yes i'm not in favor of mechanical or lore dumps obviously not but this is just information that the guy would fucking need to be able to do the thing that you want him to do you're making him far less effective to your cause by not giving him this information and from what i could tell the reason he's doing that is because he feels bad about something he feels guilty about something mysterious that we've not been introduced to yet because of course we haven't i mean i sure hope it's not feeling guilty about making the guy shin oh he's 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 not Shin being the shadow form people. Yeah, Shin being, yeah, what the, the shadow form people go. Especially considering he then drops afterwards. Oh, yeah, if a professional did this, you'd be fine. You'd have a you'd still have a human form. Yeah. But I did well, it on the spot, so sucks to be you. I, right. I'm going to defend this point again. The whole reason that happened was because, and completely reasonably, obviously, when when they first meet, Shirigami's like, hey, come with me, to which Akira's like, fucking no. You're a strange man. Why, why would I go with you anywhere, funnily enough? And then gets tricked into going into the school. And then the shit goes down at the school. So the point is, he can't do it the way Shirigana can't form you know, this contract the original not, way. Not gaslit him into going in the first place. I also, sure. and this, this is sure. me reading into it a bit, but I got the vibe that Shirigana kind of wanted it to go down this way. Like because he, he was like purposely obfuscating all this information to the point where he wanted the kid to like panic and then it's it's alluded to it. once or twice that the lead character is it Akira? Akira yeah, Akira, yeah. of course it is. <laughs> but yeah, the lead character reminds him of someone from the past who presumably was also a super strong shin or something. So yeah. that's why he's been targeting this guy, but just Yeah, like a couple of times he mentions that there's a resemblance to him or something and yep. so it's like yeah i guess yeah yes. this is the guy we've been the antagonist supposedly guy that we've been shown every now and again then yes maybe maybe yeah, that's yeah. him Dra- but... drags him into this situation unwillingly like gaslights and abusive to being there and then he's surprised when the guy runs away when shit goes down and then because he ran away that's ruined his life it's just f- fuck off yeah. just absolutely fuck off <laughs> Yeah, like it, there is so many occasions where this guy could just give Akira the information that he needs, or just like throw him a fucking bone every now and again. It's just to controlling make him to the point as well because they meet you meet other characters who are involved in the world of Shin, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we should probably explain stuff to him." He's like, "No, do <laughs> not. He must not know." Like, fuck off, mate. Just like I, I would say in the same situation if. This wacky situation could actually appear in real life. And I was Akira in the situation, I'd be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm not, I ain't doing shit. But that's exactly what caused this, Mike. That's the thing, Mike. Because he now doesn't have a human body, and because for whatever reason, this universe is equivalent of gig eyes are absolute dog shit. <laughs> yes. So the only way he can materialize in the human world so people can see him is, it's like the world of light. So. Yes. Is that this guy has to be joined at his hip. So yep. now he can't escape his toxic abuser. Essentially, ever. he now needs to be possessed by this man. Like, ghost, ghostly possessed, haunted yep. by. So there's no escape. He is now there to be abused 24-7. Yeah, I also 
like you mentioned the gig eye thing that's from uh bleach bleach yeah the idea being that you can put yourself in a physical body yeah the the, the con yeah. style thing for people who read enough to know con yeah. like here's a fake body that you can use because essentially all soul reapers much like the shadow people in this don't have human forms because they're dead so uh, yes. you might say this is like bleach i yeah you i suppose you could would I you? mean, I would never insult Shonen as a whole by doing that, but... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I would actually say it's, like, Bleach, like, quality aside, obviously. Uh, when did when did this and when did Bleach come out? Who who copied who? Bleach was 2003. This came out... No, it was earlier than that time. Bleach came out, like, before this. Oh, okay. So, this copied Bleach, we, we don't yeah, need to yeah. shit on Bleach more. <laughs> no, this copied Loveless. <laughs> I, mean, I do see the vibes now. Oh, yeah. It, it could be both. It could have copied both. It, it could it, have been like... I would say, in fact, it did. You know, it's my... like, hey, there's this good stuff in Bleach, there's this good stuff in Loveless, let's stick them together. It'll be my great. two absolute favourite mangas in the whole world. Alright. <laughs> now kiss. Now, now hold, hold on, hold on. Like, I'm not... Like, if you don't like Bleach, that's fine. Don't lower it to the level of Loveless. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, why, why is Bleach the one being lowered? Clearly, Loveless is the one that's downgrading here. I know. I feel like Loveless has like been ongoing longer than Bleach has. I mean, Bleach finished. Loveless is still going. So, <laughs> I mean, by virtue of it was on hiatus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's still technically going. I mean, technically, Bleach is still going. Did you not read the anniversary celebration? The whole new arc waiting to happen. Is there a whole new arc coming? Uh, I mean, it opened the door for it. <laughs> I was going to say sure. it was very much like, here we go, We're going into a new arc, and then that was like. Two years ago, about that, yeah, <laughs> and and nothing. Although you you get more burn the witch, which is technically bleach related. It is bleach landon, yeah. Uh, I'll move on then. Do you want, do you want to know another thing that really really <laughs> annoys me about this? Go on then. I mean, its existence is that it? I yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, besides that, so as we mentioned, this has like the world of light and the world of shadow, which probably have correct names, but I'm just going to call them that because it's easier. And you can only see fellow shadows if you've been dragged into the world of shadow for whatever reason. So our two protagonists can now, well, our two, uh, our protagonists could see fucking what's his name, Shiragami, Shiragami. for some reason that I forget. But there was an there was an actual reason for that. It's is you can technically see the shadow. The the explanation is people in the world of light can't see shadow people and shadow monsters can't interact yes. because they they live in the light where there are no shadows. Yes. Well, you know, at night time or in particularly dark places, or if you have Oh yeah, already this, this is a cast iron rule, but then I uh, if you happen to hang I mean if you get attacked by one, then yeah, you can probably see one there. Yeah, if they, you're around they... a guy who's a shadow person, then yeah, yeah, sure, why not? You can see that then as well. If you get possessed <laughs> by one, yeah, sure you can see them as well. Oh the cloud the moon's gone behind them clouds. Yeah, now you can definitely see the shadow people. I don't know. It I just makes like... a new excuse every fucking chapter for why insert person here can now match magically see shadow people i don't think it went that far but... it, when you're at the point of the clouds are covering the moon how is everyone on the planet not fucking aware of these people because in general the impression i got anyway is there's not many of them. so even even on such a night you're not likely to bump into Blue bollocks i don't know man like Kind of went that way with Bleach as well. It's really emulating. No, Bleach. no, because Bleach very <laughs> deliberately had the idea, and they could have done the same fucking thing in this and gotten away with it. 
Bleach's whole point is that Ichigo is a leaky battery. So people around him gradually essentially pick up the radiated spirit energy. And that's why they can see shit, which makes sense. Because depending on how long around them they are, depends on how well they can see stuff. It, this is just insert the excuse of the week. Oh, yeah, his school girlfriend can see him because there's clouds. I'm just saying, we started with spooky ghosts. Ah, nobody can see them except for these few people. And then by the end of it, it's just like, we're going to pretend that wasn't a thing. <laughs> Everyone can see this shit. <laughs> no, I don't. Who, who in that could see stuff that they shouldn't have been able to? Uh, I don't recall that ever happening, but mainly because the last art mostly takes place within. Like, Yuachi's art mostly takes place in Soul Society anyway, so. Ah, uh, yes, because they all came from slightly, slightly to, the to the left. Sure, whatever. <laughs> but the point is, it makes sense that everyone there can see them. Sure, okay. It's a, th it's a fact that they try to ignore as more as time goes on, because they realise it kind of limits their ability to tell a story. And that's the same in this as well, in Monochrome Factor. Nah, yeah. it, it, very few actual human characters after the initial setup has done really impact bleach whereas in, the, in this they just show up in every other chapter and now it's like oh we need a reason for no, his no, because friend's bleach, sister to be able to see them because in bleach to keep going hey you you know how all his friends can tell something's going on and maybe see something but just going to ignore that oh they just yeah but that's just more because they never show up in the plot again and I, I mean yeah but that's kind of my point they just go oh this is totes going to be a thing it's totes going to be a thing and then no no, I agree, that's poorly implemented, but like, there's a reason for that, it's because they've been around Ichigo. It's not making up new reasons on the spot. But how many does. Quincy are there? That's not. <laughs> hey, in Monochrome Factor, there may be a Quincy equivalent. Are you on about Organization 13? The villains of this. Is, does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Organization well, 13? Quincy, but the, yeah, you mean yeah. the Gote 13? <laughs> No, I mean the villain faction of this like their organization 13. <laughs> yes, I, I, yes. Actually, no, that is the one and only thing I will praise this for. Character designs are mostly good. Oh, this is one of the things I disagree with. Oh, okay. Oh, hang on. I feel like we just pointed out this is also like Kingdom Hearts. It, I've, I, I would never compare anything to Kingdom Hearts because I've never seen anything quite that convoluted before, <laughs> apart from Kingdom uh. Hearts. <laughs> As I say, you, you've got the Vince who's their organization 13. The lead, Kira, looks like he's from Tokyo Ghoul and has that kind of same school of design, especially in his shin form. So, you know, I, I, the character designs get a pass for me. No, One of the very I, few things I mean, that I you, give a pass to. You would like never them. mistake people for others, at least until sure. we've. At least not, like, not until, them. like, maybe when I get to know the villains, some of them might look similar. But uh, of what, who we've had, yeah, they all look distinct. There is no distinct, sure. No, I, I'll give you that, but I fucking hate the designs. I hate them so much. Every oh, single the character. Trash. I, <laughs> not even the art, the actual design, the ideas behind the characters. They all look like they just needed to add extra stuff to them. They, they all look like they've walked out of a JRPG, yes. <laughs> it's like so many of the characters have. Like when, you, when you're thinking of a unique character, you have like one main design, then you have a couple of other little flourishes around the place to round it out every single one of them have got like five or six different things that your eyes are drawn to and they're all super messy well, let's let's take like shiragani for example he has he walks around in a full suit wearing a top hat he has a cane he has long white hair braided down to about his feet mm -hmm. he has red eyes mm -hmm. 
So we're told anyway. Trench coat. Trench coat. Yep. Like he's got a lot going on with that character. I mean, the thing is, it his his design is probably one of the simplest in some ways. It probably is. The whole thing strikes me of fuck if I remember what it was called. The what, another ghost related one, weirdly, where it was like the little Miruka. girl who no little girl who would shove ghosts into jars and make them dark gather fight each other. Uh, possibly. I don't actually remember the name of it. Is it, is it one we did on the podcast? It is, it? yes, yes. Then that, probably Dark Gathering. Gathering. Yeah, okay. It's like the main character of that was this little girl character who had yes. just so much chaotic shit going on with her design. It's the same kind of feel I'm getting with this, where it's just like every character has like five or six different focus points and it just looks so messy. Like It looks like, it looks like a seven-year-old designed them. There's so much okay, shit going to, on. To me, it is very much they are JRPG characters. Like a lot of them are just like, how many belt buckles can we give this person? <laughs> yeah, it's like um, speaking of JRPGs, Final Fantasy X, one of my dearest and favorite RPGs ever, favorite franchises ever, and one of the main characters in it, Lulu, is wearing a dress made of belts, and I can never cannot stop thinking that that's a definite poke at the at the idea of people in JRPGs just wearing far too many belts. Same sort of idea, except they're doing it absolutely seriously here. They're like, yeah, this looks cool. <laughs> so stupid. Because there's too much shit going on with all the designs. So unique, certainly, but it's easy to be unique when you're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, look, man, I've, got to, I've got to find something semi-decent. I don't think the designs are necessarily chaotic. Mm, I disagree, but, go but for on. a world that's all about we've got to fight shadows, I'm like, yeah, that's this tracks. This is fine. I don't, I don't mind the shadow monster designs. I don't mind them. But they you are monsters. No, those are those a couple of different ones. I mean, yes, they are shadows. So by definition, they're mono black blobs. Yeah, they are, yes, but they they are like lizardy things with scythe arms. Yeah, and they have like. Uh, I think you're giving that too much credit. No, though, I like them. They're black blobs. I like them, and it gives them more room to develop them further, let's say. That's optimism. <laughs> sure, sure, but I'm the most positive one on the channel, on this channel. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean, considering like the fights we see them in, I think there's uh, a fight in, like not including Chapter 1, which doesn't have any fights. Don't ask. Uh, and then <laughs> ch chapter 2, at one point, Akira has left alone to go fight one, and he gets fucking Goomba stomped by it. Chapter 4, Akira technically kills one for the first time but it's during the whole possession thing so it's more just of a we've already beaten it so it, it's dead now great and then it's not a shadow but then he has his big fight in volume two where when he's finally about to do his cool ability he's finally for the first time in his entire fucking manga about to take a step onto his own and be cool and then his mentor just naps him on the back of the head and oh he's unconscious now it's not allowed a cool moment can't kind of the protagonist the protagonist taking charge of this manga? No, can't. I did That's get banned. the I did get the distinct feeling that they were trying to build him up a bit in the same way that, like, very slowly, in the same way that the side characters in Dragon Ball are always were built up very slowly, where they're not the main force behind it. Like the Goku in this is Shiragane, whereas the I don't know the Yamcha of this is the Kira. <laughs> Sure, but you can let them beat up the Raditz. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even get to do that. Not yet. I, I got the feeling they were building to it, especially because... Two out of 11 volumes, Mike! <laughs> oh, no, it's very badly done. But I, I got the feeling that by the end of that 11th volume, he will be doing the fighting thing. 
because he will be the Goku. Oh, I would fucking know if it's if it's a full on eleven volumes of a shonen where the lead character doesn't fight. Then... <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just especially if you're one of the people who are really into this, and you get to like the tenth volume, like it's gonna happen soon, man. It's gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> It just never does. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, at the end of the second volume, they do some sort of sideways reference to, oh, you're not using your real powers now that you're a shadow, so they're clearly going somewhere with it. But yeah, two volumes to get to even that point is a bit... <laughs> Without him winning a single fight is a bit much. <laughs> That's it, because you also have at the like the end of volume two they want to go for a whole like, oh fights and combat are different. And like, yeah, sure, that's a that's an angle you can explore. Coming directly off of the confrontation between him and Shiragani about why don't you tell me fucking anything and then tangenting <laughs> on to But what is a fight is a bit um yeah, <laughs> weirdly philosophical but in a very dumb way. Because <laughs> they they try to talk about this difference between Fighting in combat, whereas like what you're doing is fighting. It's just it's just just a brawl. Yeah, a like you're just trying to thing. you're just trying to win. And you don't really know what you're doing. Whereas combat is more subtle and nuanced. And then they don't explain it. Combat has mechanics, <laughs> which this doesn't have. So they don't explain <laughs> shit. And then when they do, it's like the most basic stuff, which they should have told us several chapters earlier should have told us when they were doing the whole oh no now you're gonna have to become one of us let's explain what that entails like if the option is this or a law dump i'd rather have oh. the law dump honestly <laughs> which is bad because fuck law dumps like most of the uh, a lot of the big famous series out there have famously have these huge law dumps like first one that springs to mind attack on titan famously that starts with this huge law dump of like how the world works and stuff but that's largely it like at that point they then set about telling their story so that's kind of a lore dump but it works and i feel like that's the kind of thing this wanted or needed to do i mean i'd say in attack on titans case it's less lore dump it's more explaining the setting which you need to do in order to tell the actual story otherwise you're just going why, why the fuck are these people just bitching about being stuck in the city why can't they just go outside and it's like no that intro exposition actually tells you that this is the world this is the setting that is absolutely necessary for the story they're going to tell i I would argue that's absolutely necessary for any story Uh, yes but there's different ways of doing it it's oh there's different ways of doing it generally what you do them in this thing called your debut chapter but uh yeah this is what i'm saying this 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 manga tries to settle Kind of at a well, not even a midground. I'm gonna say a midpoint between the two. Not really. No, it just doesn't tell you shit. It it tries to do the law dump. It tries to do the thing where it doesn't need to tell you what's going on because it's done the law dump, but it didn't do the law dump. So I it's more. Fucking, it, I don't know. It plans to do sort of similar to what Bleach does, where it's like, here, we'll show you a few bits and pieces, kind of give you a little hint in the first chapter of what's going on. So like, the, there's another world adjacent our own and there are monsters and occasionally the monsters come across ah and then in the next chapter Rukia sits him down and explains things uh, yeah, yeah, yes in Bleach it then <laughs> goes on to tell you more and then in this it does that but a very 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 it does pace. minuscule elements of it once in a while <laughs> yes it, it is literally dragged kicking and screaming out of Shiragani like occasionally you get bits like, oh, Shindo have human limitations, so you could like jump off a building and be fine. I'm like, oh, okay. And then this doesn't really factor into anything. 
any point. He jumps so out of like... the school building. He does a superhero landing. He does a superhero landing. That's the because that's the other thing because they're like ah oh, so the world like because they try and be like the world's canon to act with each other but it's like a weird relationship as is happened home by the fact when shadows attack the school for some reason. And, yeah, uh, because that's where the barriers. So that's just where they get through. Sure. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, that is explained. I'll give it that. But I then, know, yeah, it's still there's... a pretty big coincidence. Oh, sure. Uh, but you know, mm. at least that would like because they already went there in the first chapter. So you know, I'll I'll pass is too strong a word, but you know, I'll acknowledge that. You'll allow but, uh... it. <laughs> you, you know, it at least puts the groundwork in on that one. But then at the one point, you've got the like the fighting next to his stupid friend in the classroom, and I'm like, is is that guy in danger? Can the shadows hurt the people? I thought the whole point was that they couldn't really. Okay, I, I am annoyed at this particular scene for <laughs> probably a different reason. But the uh, so, but in the scene before this, because we know this kid's a delinquent, he never shows up. Oh, I do want to say as well, like if it wasn't for the fact that Shiragani is a complete gaslighting, toxic motherfucker, Akira is also a piece of shit. I, I mean, yes, I was I was waiting until we were getting onto that one. He he's abusive to pretty much everyone around him, and also. For some reason, goes to school even though he always plays truant. Oh yeah, he want he just killing time. That's why he goes there, <laughs> just to kill time. It's just so weird. It's like he goes there and just sits on the roof. I'm like, well, why? Why don't just go to the arcade? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have truancy officers there. I don't know. As opposed to the school. <laughs> and point point I was gonna make was in the scene before this, he and his friend and I friend because he repeatedly tells him to kill himself for his amusement oh there is a, there is a one chapter yeah. where multiple times he's asking him that you know the best way to solve the problem would be if you just jumped off the roof yeah it's like and this oh, isn't a one-time okay. bit this comes up multiple it's times like, quick, quick let's split up so she can't chase both of us i'll go the safe way you jump off the roof and kill yourself it's like, um... yeah and long story short a teacher rocks up who is also kind of an asshole a teacher rocks up there and says hey go back to class and then for some reason, this culminates in Akira being just sent back to class and the friend being literally tied to his chair in the classroom. Not sure why exactly, but anyway, then the shadow attacks the school and blows out all of the windows, sending glass everywhere. And everyone's like, oh shit, this is a terrorist attack because that's a pretty fair response to take in that situation. And then everyone runs out of the room and leaves this guy tied to a chair. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. <laughs> and he can't see the shadow creatures at this point. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm going to die. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> While this shadow creature's about to stab him to death. Like, all right. Man, fuck that scene. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But don't worry, in a few chapters time, you can see the shadows for some reason. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's a Ichigo leaky battery thing, it's just not explained. No, no, that would make sense. It's because for some reason his sister's easily possessable, and also she, <laughs> has, yeah, yeah. she spends time around people who can see shadows, so I guess that's leached onto her somehow, and then because the uh, Shiragani and Akira are fighting, and by fighting I mean telling her to remember all the times that she embarrassed his brother, her brother, then... He could also have fucking. As I say, they get more and more tangentially looser as it goes on until you end up with the whole, ah, oh, the clouds covering the moon. <laughs> One thing I will say about the writing of this, whether or not you like the plot overall, the writing of this is abysmal. Yes. <laughs> it is. I would in the early days of Bleach, which is an unfortunate comparison I have to make here. In the early days of Bleach, I. 
I, you're, I, you're, I, if you're about to call the early ones of Bleach abysmal, I will come to where you live right now. <laughs> Do it, Mike. Give, Do it. Let me let me finish. <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish. In the early days of Bleach, the storytelling, and this is a thing we said in the Bleach episode, it's hella meandering. Like, it just sort of meanders all over the place. It appears Monochrome Factor is trying to emulate every part of Bleach by not only doing that, but dialing it the fuck up. There is so much just nonsense in that first volume, and I'm guessing it's trying to be quirky and random and fun, but there's just so much shit where it's just like, we're talking about this now, why? No reason! We could be filling this with information about what the fuck is happening in this plot, but now nah, we're just talking about something I random. Think, I think in its oh. head, it thinks it is like slowly explaining the world. It's not in any way, but I think in its head, it's going like, yeah, this is slowly opening the doors. You meet more people involved in this world. Oh, it's definitely slowly explaining it. <laughs> it's just glacial paced explanations. Like you meet a character who I can't be bothered with the actual name of, so the series calls him Master, so I'm just going to call him Master. Mm. who's, you know, blind, and that's their explanation for it. And this is back when, you know, you can justify some of these explanations. So it's like, oh, okay, so he's got ties to this world, and because he's blind, the whole light-dark thing doesn't really seem to affect him. Let's not go into how that works on a wider scale. For the love of God, don't start thinking about that. But uh, And then they do the whole joke with him of, oh, he can heal your supernatural wounds. It's just very painful and very pixelated for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um... Gross. Why would you want to look at that, Sean? From... I... <laughs> What I'm assuming is he heals you by like ripping your wounds open and then putting them back together. I, 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 I get, but, uh, but that, that's explained. still in the early days where that's the thing. That's the thing in the early days where you go, all right, this is slowly because obviously he offers to explain and then Shirogani says no, but you're like, oh, okay, so he clearly kind of is going to come back here at some point in the near future and we're going to learn that way. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm going back to a previous thought, which is if. This guy was so unwilling to explain anything. Why the fuck would you help him? And I know the argument to that is he now doesn't have a physical body without this guy. At which point I would say, well, that sucks. I'm still not helping you. Like, my life is, for all intents and purposes, over anyway. Like, to me, this is shit, but if you're not going to explain shit, I'm not going to help you. (laughs) Like it, And I get that he's giving up his whole life by saying that, but it's at that point where it's like, I don't even know if what I'm doing is a good thing. Like, why would I even want to help you? What have you given me to prove that this is actually a good idea? Now, you see, on that regard, it'll be like, uh, most people in this in any situation won't choose death. Oh, so, I was going to say, the, the choice is die or... Like, we've gone to the podcast before how both me and Phil would take the immortality pill if it was around. <laughs> yes. Uh, whereas I, I slightly different still. It's slightly yeah, different, but yeah. the point is more. It's like, it's, it's, do you want this or death? And we like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be yeah, here for it. Generally, don't voluntarily choose death. Yeah. You, usually, I would voluntarily choose death instead of getting out of bed in the morning. Though, so, you know, it's like, we, we have very different, very different outlooks on that. I guess suddenly the fact we fit episode ninety four feels like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I but yeah, like I I would be very inclined to. Partially that, and partially because, you know, I'm a petulant asshole sometimes. I'd be like, oh, you're not telling me anything? Fuck you. How about that? I'll just sit over here and be a shadow in the corner and not help you. Because he clearly needed Akira's help. Did, did he? I mean, every, fi- every fight show guy he's been involved in, he's Goomba stomped. Including sure, the first he, uh, of the main... 
he approached Akira in the first place. Like, Akira's the one with the negotiating power here. And yet he's like, nah, fuck you, I ain't telling you shit. It's like, my dude, have you never tried to negotiate yourself a raise or a lower or haggling he's, he's a price? A I mean, he's a kid. He is a high school kid, Mike. I'm just saying, like, you can put some kind of thought or spine into this. I mean, but no, he no, tries! No, he There's that whole chapter school, where he confronts him on this and the guy just refuses, so he leaves. I, I wouldn't even try to help this guy at all. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> You ain't telling me shit? Fine, I ain't doing shit for you. And, and for some reason... Okay. <laughs> At a certain point, like, you're dead yeah, already. I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, why, why would you even bother helping this guy if he's not going to even give you a single bit of information as to so why? A single bit of information. And, you know, your friends will be able to see you within like a day or two at the rate we're going, so... <laughs> yeah. They won't even notice anything's changed. Well, that's the thing, because it's like... the. I keep saying girlfriend. It's prob- maybe it's romantic but, but interest. Who not, knows? Yeah, they're not. The, the one female character but... who they're like she's strong, but then at any point when there's a fight, she gets dragged off for some reason. Oh yeah, because it's pretty He's just human. I can't can't have women fighting in Shonen. No, she she is not a Shin or a Shadow person or whatever. I mean, the implication I got was that she could have had a fighting chance against the first lead villain, but uh, no, gotta uh, got to take her away, kicking and I think and the implication was if he wasn't taking it seriously and they were just sparring, so to speak, then yes. But I think sort of as becomes apparent later on in that fight when Akira gets involved is he actually has super special shadow powers, which means the, the fight was over before it even began, kind of. He has super special powers, which are never really explained or anything. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just another character who's there, and they just don't, like, in A's case, they don't really just do anything with her. She's just there occasionally. Oh, I'm the sure something will happen with her. Like, I'm maybe, sure I mean, at the end of Volume 2, they give the implication of, because it's just regular shadow mooks, maybe she'll fight one now that she can see them all the time for some reason. I reckon she has, she has a... Uh... She has potential to be like a Chad to a, uh, to a, to the Ichigo that is well, Akira. I think, I think the other thing as well is there is the potential for other people to make proper contract. Like, none of this weird, no, no, you're, you're dead now shit, unless you form yeah. a contract. So it could be she does one of them, or the friend character does, once, you know, assuming he doesn't keep getting told to kill himself. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, he's, he is very much the con, right down to his personality, and I'm, I'm good with. I mean, no, cons. I, w- I wouldn't even say he's con personality. He's, he's nothing like con, really. He's, he's, he is just generally a nice, friendly guy, and then Akira is just running around saying he's, no, he's the annoying yourself. comedy relief psychic. He's, he's a piece of shit. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that means you should no. tell him to jump off a roof, but he's an annoying piece of what's, shit. What's he done that makes him a piece of shit? Tell lots of terrible jokes and be a general pervert, if I remember. I don't remember him being a perv. I've not read this in a month, admittedly, but I do remember him just being an annoying presence at any point and just colossally I mean, you, stupid. You can, you can find him annoying, that is fine. But in general, I just remember him being like, Akira is my good buddy, my good pal, even though he keeps telling me to jump off roof. Yeah, couldn't tell you it's why they're friends. Some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's the nah, real just, mystery here. Just bants, mate, just bants. Just thing is i would be like you know we're we're british we we have that kind of bands like haha yes go kill yourself (laughs) haha 
<laughs> die. The way it's portrayed in this is very much not for the bants. <laughs> so they, there's yeah. a scene where he comes around his house, which ostensibly because he's just trying to escape something or other. And then they're like, oh man, we could play games. It's like, sure, I'll play single player. And then, oh fine, if you must, you can pretend you're being player two. Oh, that's not good enough. Fine, we'll play Tetris, but you have to lose as fast <laughs> as you can deliberately. Yeah. What a twat. <laughs> yeah, Akira is just a douche. Yeah. Uh, it's another manga where we don't like any of the characters. <laughs> but you were saying earlier about how this could happen in the future and that could happen in the future. Like, yeah, a lot of shit could happen in the future because nothing's happened yet. <laughs> it's like they could actually have a story at some point. I mean, maybe at some point they'll explain the mechanic. Oof, saucy. Oh, and there's, you know, standard anime shit here. Like their parents are away on vacation and what have you. I feel like that's not really a, like the standard anime manga behavior. I mean, to, be, to be fair, I wouldn't even say that it's just standard anime manga. It's just the parents aren't there. Don't even get a silhouette. You, you don't get an explanation. It's just the parents aren't there. No, you get an explanation. I think it actually says in one panel they're they're on vacation or some such. Um, maybe I don't know. There you go. Because having parents in shonen is just. Ugh. It, it is not something worth paying attention to, given... <laughs> oh, you mean like the rest of the manga? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I don't know, man. People, like, in this one website I'm looking at, they gave it 8.10. So, people like it. Yeah. 8.10. 8.10, 8. 8. 10, yes. <laughs> 8.10. <laughs> yeah, it is 8.10, Mike. That's how numbers work. That's how your face works. Got him. Got him. Fucking nailed him. I mean... Yeah. I mean, all, all I'm saying is if you read this and your thought was, yeah, that's an 8 out of 10, um, <laughs> dear God. <laughs> hey, maybe it gets, like, amazing in Volume 3. I maybe. do not believe that. It would be a bit way. of an upward spike, granted. I mean, but... first of all, why have you read the first two volumes and gone, yes, you know what I need? Volume 3. Uh, like, Volume 2 was better than Volume 1 because there's so much fucking text in Volume 1 and most of it's useless. And Volume 2 was largely just one fight scene, where once again, our protagonist loses. The protagonist doesn't get a chance to win, he just gets, he, he gets beaten up, and then finally when he's about to, as we said, have his moment, he gets, for some reason, can't have him doing that, so gets hit on the back of the head by his mentor, who refuses to let him channel his power for some reason. And it's like, oh, well now the mentor's gonna fight, oh no, the fight's over. Yeah, the thing- Why, why did you need this guy to help you in the first place? You can just- because it's clear, it's told through backstory as well that this guy is like our mentor character essentially, but he's like equivalent to like the leader of the villains, roughly in yes. power. It's kind of the implication we were given. So I'm getting confused because the leader of the villains killed uh, another person. That's how he's now the leader. But and yeah. I think that was uh, our lead character's old. No, that was it. Right, I remember now. Right, right. Leader of the villains, Homoravi, used to report yes. to our mentor character, Shiragane, yes. but then, for whatever reason, did what he did to Akira, so wipes out his human form, as it were, forcing him to be a shadow monster. So now, presumably, I... Shiragane wants revenge. I... Yeah. I mean, I think. He, he, he killed Shiragane, which I'm assuming means essentially deleted his human form. I killed, big air quote, yes. Yeah. You got more out of this than I did. No, it's, it's this, well, this I, I very much notes. like the last yeah. chapter or last two chapters. Either way, it, it goes back to the point of why does he even need help? Because I'm pretty sure outside of maybe the leader of the villains, our mentor in shit can just stomp everything. So far, yes. 
I, the volumes themselves weren't that long. Uh, there were four chapters uh, each. I, and okay, chapters, yes. In that term, they were yes, standard, but fuck me, they were a slog to read. <laughs> they, they were standard manga volumes. I didn't feel like they were a slog per se, but I'm mostly freshly remembering volume two, which was largely just a fight scene. You, you also don't hate it with a vengeance like Sean, it seems. There, there are... I mean, as you said, Volume 1 is, yes, more of a text overload, but it also doesn't help because I didn't really read this because I've got better things to do in my life. <laughs> so many of the characters, and to be fair, this might be just a, uh, a Tokyo Pop thing, had, like, tiny little, like, quick throwaway dialogue constantly, especially in the first volume, just lots of tiny little throwaway dialogue that means nothing, and I just very quickly, as in, before I even finished Chapter 1, went, none of this means anything. I'm just going to skip it, especially because I have to fucking squint to read half of it. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's like, like, not in a text bubble. Dialogue. Yeah, just the tiny quip yeah. stuff. And I'm like, yep, yeah, no, because there's a fucking bajillion of those. I'm like, nope, yeah. can't be asked with this. It's all meaningless. Skipped. No, I mean, there's a lot of dialogue in Volume 1 that you can just skip, which is sad because it's meant to be, those parts are meant to be like character development. But the problem is, as someone who did read them, I can tell you that nothing gets developed in those characters. You get pretty much one panel's worth of development repeated over and over and over. Like, they have this trait. Cool. Let's do that trait another 50 times. The thing is, like, stuff like that is usually there to either add humor or add nuance, but I don't really need humor or nuance for the two lead characters who are both toxic, horrible people. I'd love more nuance, but I'd also love actual plot and explanations of shit to attach that nuance yes, to. It, it, can't, it can't get the board strokes right, so I'm not going to expect it to be nailing it in this, like, size 2 font. I would, say, I, I would say the main... My main issue with this whole thing is the frustration over the fact that two volumes in, we don't know anything, and two volumes is far too long to be leaving your readers in the, no pun intended, in the dark about this stuff. It's just, if you, if you got to the end of the second volume and you don't know what's happening or what's going on, or anything that you can like latch onto as a reader, because your characters are generally unlikable, situation is badly explained etc 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 then why would you read volume three like why would you even read volume two like i i can only think that if i was going to a manga shop somewhere i picked a random volume one off the shelf and it happened to be this i would not pick up volume two because why would you they've, they've got nothing to attach yourself to by the end of volume one like maybe if you're really intrigued by the ideas of the light and shadow world you're like oh, i'll give it one more volume but then by the end of that one, you've got no more information. So, yeah, what what keeps you here? You've got the information that there's 13, Organization 13, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe this is all the long play, and there's actually massive depth to this, and they needed to introduce information this slowly just so you could really feel that depth properly. But there's no indication of that. It's just... It's just nothing here. I, nah, it's it Shonen. You have to... Like, no, you don't have to do every tenet of Shonen, but you have to, like, explain some stuff and give justification for, you know, the fights or the world or the mechanics, and this just can't be asked with, with any of that, and I've got no reason to think it will going forward. So it's very much inspired by Loveless in that way of, like, why why would we explain shit? I still think Loveless Maybe is if you get to Volume less. 8, you'll understand... Like, I, I, I definitely feel Loveless is so much worse. Because <laughs> at least no one's being groomed in this. I, uh, aren't they? 
Like, uh, maybe not, not sexually, but you know. Uh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying, but uh, sure. I mean, manipulated, yes. I wouldn't go as far as groomed. Yeah. Like, the guy's not asking him to get an ear piercing yet, sure, but you know, not far Does off. Does he not already have an ear piercing? Uh, he maybe, wears... his shin, maybe his shin version does. <laughs> he yeah. already wears a collar. <laughs> he, he does. He does have a choker. Yes, I, should, I feel even calling it a choker. Yeah, because it, it's again belt buckle. <laughs> JRPGs, man. I don't know if there's much more to say about this. There is plot things we've touched on, but not really got into. But because there's so absence of mechanics, like there's very little to talk about. I just don't know if there's anything worth mentioning here. Like if. If what we've said has made you go, no, I'm going to read it to... I'm going to read this just so I can find out what the plot is that we didn't talk about. You've completely missed the point of what we're saying. Because there's nothing worth talking about in this. Like Even the small, minuscule amounts of plot that you do get, and the fact that the whole fight scene in the second volume is surrounding this serial killer that happens to be a shadow monster that looks like a human, but is actually That's, one of these It's not even shins. a good fight. Yeah, like it gets, it gets I, a chunk of time in that second volume, and it's just not even a good... There is such yeah. potential for a Shin to be a serial killer. And I mean, that's the is. whole thing. Yeah, but, uh, not yes. the lead villain, the first villain. That, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that's the what I'm, that's, bad guy. That's what I'm saying, yeah. like There's potential in that story, and they don't really do anything with it. Not really. How it goes is, ah, oh, there's been a serial killer, so be careful when you're out and about. And then for some reason, the smart schoolgirl character walks down a random alley where the guy's been known to attack. And then lo and behold, the guy attacks. And then they She go. says something to the effect of, oh, of course I can go down here. What are the odds? <laughs> I'm going to walk past this random guy who's skulking off to one side. Who she what can are the see odds? Because the, cloud, <laughs> because the moon's behind the cloud. Yeah. Who, what are the odds that this would be a serial killer? <laughs> fucking dumb but yeah the, the complete loss of potential here i mean um, that's always well, sad i guess my one argument there would be you've perhaps not necessarily seen the conclusion of his story just because which which one the bad guys the serial killers um i i have he died yeah like because he the lead villain kills him at the end of volume two yeah he, he? he, he goes it. back yeah he escapes because of course he does and then he goes back to his leader, like, oh, and it's like, oh my god, you saw, what's his name, Shiragane? He's like, yeah, and then snap. Yeah. Like, it's not very clear in the art what he actually does, but... Oh, no, because it's off panel, but, like, there's a very clear, like, snap sound effect. He holds him by his head, and then his head starts bleeding, and then he's dead. Yeah. So, okay. So I have seen the end of his story. He's dead. Yeah, I've seen the end of that guy's particular story, yes, because apparently you can just snap the neck of a shadow person. Isn't the whole point that they don't have a physical form anymore? Why does, why does it matter which yeah, bones but, you break? Yeah, you know, like Soul Reapers don't have a physical form in theory. And then... We're saying physical form, it, it's they don't have a light world form. But for all intents and purposes, physical form. I, uh, yes. I very much took this as a material world versus shadow world thing. Yeah, where yes, but I don't think soul they are. physical. Yeah. I think the idea is they still have a material, big air quote, form. They're just shadow material. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> don't, don't. They're made of ghost stuff. <laughs> well, they don't explain it, so. 
I'm not saying I necessarily want to know the molecular composition of shadow people. You want to know the anatomy. Like, no, I don't need to know that, but I need to know something. That would be information, you know? They, they They are like us, except they are shadow people, not light people. Yeah, they're like... There you go. They, they are... They, they have necks. Their necks can be snapped. Job done. They are neighbours, and you have to fight them <laughs> using triggers. They, they and... exist oh, in sorry, the world sorry. of Shadow, and the two wo- the barrier between the two worlds is dangerously damaged, and this really matters for some reason. And, uh, because now a few inconveniences are jumping over, but it's fine, because everyone can fucking see them anyway. And it's just, like... Because that, that's the other thing, because, like, the whole thing, the reason they're doing this is essentially because the bar- they need to repair the barrier between worlds. And in theory, by doing that, all the people who can magically see shadows for some reason will now stop seeing shadows for some reason. I don't think it's they will stop. It's just that the shadows will stop crossing over, so they'll stop as a result of that. Like, that's the main the main tenet of this, but they just never really kind of go into, like, explaining why, how this would be a calamity for our world outside of, oh, no, some guys come over that we can easily beat. It's just... Uh, it's just... Like, and that's the closest you get to a core driving force, because the villains at this point haven't had much of a chance to establish themselves outside of they exist. I'm actually yeah. okay with that, because you don't necessarily need to go in with, again, we go back to Bleach. By the end of Volume 1, you don't know what the big bad of the whole arc is going to be yet. Because... By the end of Volume 2, from what I remember, you don't. Yeah, it's because you're, you're still establishing the day-to-day, as it were. So that part I don't mind too much. The issue is back to the fact they don't give you anything to latch onto at all. So every time something is missing, it doesn't matter what that thing is, it just feels like you've been robbed of more information. And when there's such a lack of information to begin with, then you feel like any information would be fine. So every time any small thing is withheld from you, you're kind of insulted by that fact, even if it makes sense for it to not be there yet. I mean, I suppose in this way, Akira does kind of become our mouthpiece in a way at the end of Volume 2, because they do have that big argument of, like, no, you need to start fucking telling me things. Which, you know, we as readers are also being like, yes, that'd be nice. Well, that's the thing, because at that moment, yeah, I completely relate with Akira. Like, tell me shit, and that would be the perfect moment to tell the reader shit. Yes, I'm not disputing that point. Okay. But that's like the end of that. Might be the last chapter, from what I remember. Of what uh, yeah, I think that's the first half of the final chapter, and then the second half is so with it, girl. It is entirely possible. Come volume three, after some fighting in the warehouse or whatever goes down, if we get this lovely exposition dump we're waiting for. Shirogane goes, "All right, let's let's lay it out. Here, here is." At least some information. I don't imagine he'll tell us everything, given what we know of him. But I think if Shiragani had shown any inclination to actually listening to Akira's wishes at any point, then I might humor that. But just the fact that even when he has this like whole un- unloading of like passionate heavy, he's just like, "Lol, no, yeah, I'm not going to tell you shit." It's I think like, part of the difference. I don't, though, is I don't it... think there's going to be a magical change in personality at the start of Volume Three. No, I don't, I don't think he's going to magically change personality. But I think, given the fact that. Akira actually followed through and left. He was like, right, fuck it, I'm gone, I'm out. I think that might cause Shirogane to reevaluate things and be like, right, I need to at least tell you something. I don't might know, man. Be, he might seemed not more, be everything. He seemed more concerned that he didn't have his hat. <laughs> that was a thing. That was man a thing. Man needs his hat. For some reason. I think there was 
some very minor reason given at some point. I'm assuming it's tied to his powers or some bollocks like that, considering that's why you can't jump over a building to chase after him, I guess. I I think, was it something like he was given it by the guy that was formerly the leaders of the Nobodies? I I, I don't remember. It's been a week since I read it. It's been a month since I read it. And I can't get this paid out of my head. <laughs> I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I have had breakfast. How dare you both assume I haven't had breakfast? How dare you guys assume I would miss a meal? <laughs> I mean, without being to dig up an old me versus Phil argument, I mean, you only got up after midday, so technically. I broke the fast of me sleeping, therefore it was bad. Yeah, you had breakfast. Good there, job, man. There you go. <laughs> so that's, that's an argument for another, an argument for an Omaki at some point. But, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I feel like on the one hand, maybe we run short, but on the other hand, there's enough, there's so little to say. So, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up on monochrome factor? Uh, that was it, just, eh. I mean, so I, I think we've sort of covered a, a lot of the things I was thinking when reading this. It, it's very loveless. It's very bleach. And I, I don't necessarily mean that in a way to bring bleach down, to be clear. It, like, there are a lot of similarities there in terms of like general setting and whatnot. But uh, yeah. So uh, there's, there's characters we've not really gone into. I, I, do you really want me to in... talk about the sister? She gets I, I, possessed I easily. Say, like, she yeah, makes like, a good cup of tea for some reason. I, yeah, this is, the, this is what I was going to say, Sean. Like, there are characters we've not gone into, but they also don't really do a great deal in what we've read. Like, I'm, I'm very willing to say that if we've not mentioned a character or a, air quotes, plotline, it's because it made such little impact on the entire experience that we didn't see it as worth mentioning or indeed remembering. It was it was all just a bunch of meh. So I, I, I think the thing is obviously we we mentioned like the sister. We've mentioned this. They call him master character, mm-hmm. but that yeah yeah that's about all they're worth. They're worth mentioning. They exist. That 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 is there. <clears throat> that is what they did. Yeah, like considering we've had two volumes of let's generously call it development. All of the characters that you do meet are very 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 underdeveloped like it just sort of goes to show how much of these volumes is just padded with random shit because we don't really know a thing about these characters and maybe that's a result of them trying to hold all their details close to the chest so they can introduce them at glacial pace but man anything (laughs) would be nice the most we know about this master character is that's what people call him, and he's not really a master of anything. He's just he just owns a bar that they all hang out in. That's all we know. And he's got healing powers which are pixelated. That's it. That's what we got. And he's blind. Oh, and he's blind, of course. That's why he can see shadows, I guess. And he employs the sister, which is how that link happens. And oh yeah, because of her, that of links to his brother slash friend character, and then because of that, that links to the schoolgirl characters. It's a this is how the shadow infection spreads. <laughs> the stupid infection spreads. I still, I, I've, I've, I've hit that point, guys. Right? Just the fact that it starts off like, okay, yeah, I can understand why the exception is made that this character could see him, and then just keep. And now is an exception for this one. 
and now there's an exception for this one. And now, okay, I get it. Just say they could all see them from the start. It would have been easier. <laughs> yeah, or make it like a Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer thing, or like you can only see them once they're pointed out to you, that, or something. That is, well, that is that how is they explain the it for some of them. <laughs> I mean, that, that's how they explain it for all of them. It's just the, how you come to see it. No, 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 because that's not the schoolgirl would never have interacted with one until the room got yeah, covered yeah, no, by clouds. That, that, I'm, ne- I'm never letting that go. <laughs> that's the point once she sees him at that point she now sees the shadow that's the point she had to see him to begin with because the moon was got sean saying covered by clouds in this was terrible but he was saying in killing me killing you that was an excellent chapter i d- <laughs> uh, where where's the consistency sean where what? is <laughs> there's a chapter in killing me killing you where there's a chapter in killing me killing you where they're in like a magical space time forest that they have to burn yeah. to the ground because it's polluted and, the place. Yes. Yeah, and it's like the sky's covered in clouds. I'm just saying, it's the same plot point. Why don't you like it here? I, I don't remember this plot point in killing me killing you. Oh, God, even worse. <laughs> what, was this a thing? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm sure going to give you one chance here, Mike. Do you want to compare this to your admitted favorite series we've done in the entire show? You know what? Sure, let's do that. <laughs> Go on then. Um, that was quite good. Right. This isn't. That, that's not a comparison, really. <laughs> it's the one I'm making. <laughs> in that, we have two characters who are desperately trying to die. In this, we have characters that seem like they're desperately yeah, trying you should to be desperately trying. <laughs> no, no, they're desperately trying to stay alive, Mike. That's why he makes the contract. <laughs> totally different series. Incomparable. Nah, basically the same. I mean, he, he was already alive before he made the contract. <laughs> oh, God. Right, okay, enough. enough. We've definitely I, run out of shit to I, say. I yeah. really don't want to talk about this series anymore, so let's move to the conclusion so that I can get it out the way and then forget about it for half a year. So, at the end of the show, we always ask whether we, well, me and Mike, would we read more? Would we buy it? Would we watch the uh, anime adaptation in Phil's case? Because I know he has read some more of us. Would he uh, buy it? Would he watch it? Would he recommend it? Choose your answer that one carefully, buddy, old pal. I mean, I did recommend it to you two. Oh, no. That, 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 is, that is true, but for a show called Trash Banger Friends. So... Uh, da, 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 da. I'll, I'll go first. I'll be the bitter old man first, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how the other two feel. Yeah, I, if I haven't made this clear, um, dog shit, one of the worst we've ever done. Definitely the worst shonen I recall having ever read. Uh, admittedly, there have been some, but it's been a long time, like the Shana manga. So maybe that edges this out if I went back to that, but, uh, it's at that level of, it's at that loveless Shana level of abysmalness. And for anyone going, loveless isn't the shonen. Yes, I know technically it's not. But yeah, it's like, we didn't hammer really much on the art, but it's shit mainly outside of, I like character designs. We've been divided on there, but for the main, the art is pretty crap throughout, both in fights and in just talking scenes. It's just really not good. The world saying, I mean, I've hammered home consistently about how much I hate how the fact that everyone could just see it because of insert reason here, but just the whole saying itself is barely explained or just made up as it goes along. The lead characters, both of their toxicities, Shiragani, of course, being like gaslighting to Akira, essentially forcing him to this world without any real justification, and then forcing him to risk his life and fight for, again, without explaining anything, even when directly confronted with this, refusing to even 
consider elaborating, really. Akira gets off lightly by somewhat of the fact that he stood next to this horrible person, but he's also a horrible person of his own right who seems to bully everyone around him and really not give a shit about life in general. Uh, as Hammond home by the fact, yeah, as he said, he goes to school but doesn't actually do anything. He just plays truant the whole time. Like, I really don't get what his life direction even is, really, outside of existing. It's it's a total failure as a showdown. As I say, it's got one of the worst showdown debut chapters I've ever seen because it doesn't explain shit or do anything like showing a cool fight or just talking about its powers or explaining anything or establishing good characters or exploring mechanics. Having a yeah, it's just it's the abysmal shonen and look at this. And these these things aren't just me saying these things because uh, when you look up opinions from actual professional reviewers, like say Anime News Network, who described this as a Rip-off of a rip-off with a complete lack of creativity. And that's from the professional outlets who usually have to give more skewed positive opinions. I'm, so, I'm curious as to what the rip-off of the rip-off You can go read the review if you want to find out. But uh, yeah, it's this is awful. One of the worst things I've read on this show in terms of like, yes, it's not the abhorrence of like a redo of a heater, for example. But in terms of just generally being atrocious dog shit, this is probably one of maybe the worst we've done. So, Jesus fucking Christ, though, I will not be reading more. I will not be buying this. I will never watch the anime. And I will do my best to never, ever remember this thing's existence until Trashtacular, at which point, depending on what else we cover, I will probably be making a case for this to be the trashiest manga friends. But we'll see. There's still plenty of time. Something worse could show up. God, I hope it doesn't. But it could. So you didn't like it. Um, maybe I, I'm not sure. I I'll let you interpret what you think from my speech. There, <laughs> sorry, I spaced out for the last couple of hours. <laughs> do, you, do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you better space in then, Mike, because I'm going to you next. Oh boy, would you? Uh, I appreciate probably not quite as negative as me, but would you read more? Would you buy the what you can from the Tokyo Pop release? Uh, would you watch the anime? So you are correct when you say it's not as vehement as you, because there is actually quite a lot about this I want to like. I like the idea, I mean, it's been done, so it's not original, but I like the idea of a shadow world and a material world and there's stuff leaking through. I like all those ideas. Other series do them better. I mean, Bleach for one thing, but that's, that's an unfair example. But yeah, there's... There's loads out there that do this idea better. I like the idea of he loses his physical body and he needs to find a way around that and he's finding his way of getting powers and stuff, but the execution is just terrible. I don't hate this, but I can't like it. There is so much wrong with this that you can't attach to anything. So much missing that there's nothing to give a shit about. I don't think this is the worst thing we've read i mean even if you're ignoring the oh god burn it tier this is the i would definitely say this is bad because of just its ineptitude in its writing and its characterizations and its designs and basically everything but it i didn't hate reading this because i liked the ideas that it was playing with and it likes i liked the ideas that it was trying to get across and because of that, it does have some potential further down the line. But by all rights, would I read, watch, buy, even recommend it? No. It's more of a no than a fuck no, but it's still just 
why why bother like why would you want to read this over any of the things which do it better even if we lived in a fictional universe where bleach doesn't exist there is still an easy handful of stuff that does this just better and we referenced a few of them throughout the show any of those would be better off for you it's it's a no from me dog maybe just maybe there's a chance the anime would be better there is a chance because it gives them the opportunity to reorganize this shit fix some of the issues actually have some fighting in their fight scenes now do you want do you want the good news or the bad news about the anime i would like the good news let's be positive okay the good news is that the anime finds different things to focus on to help reduce the problems and what's the bad news? Those things are gay. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. It, it looks at Loveless and goes, yeah, Shonen Eye, that's what this should be. Okay, well, I can't attest to that. But what I can say is doesn't, that doesn't preclude the possibility of it being a bad or a good anime as such. It just comes down to how much do they care? Frankly, based on what we've got here, I'm not willing to find out. But if someone with some sort of authority said to me, yes, they fixed all this stuff, and yeah, it's a bit, a bit missing the point of what you want, but it's a decent anime, I would consider watching it. Because I don't think this is unfixable. I just think it wasn't done well. And that's my final thought. Don't like it. Don't hate it. Eh. In which case, we move to the last of the trio, the one who recommended this to us to begin with. Phil, have your opinions changed in a decade? Would you buy this? Would you watch the anime? Would you recommend this to your peers? I would not purchase this. Not that I think you can anymore, but... Uh, four volumes from Tokyo Pop, but yeah, as I said, Tokyo Pop have uh... Tokyo Pop do not exist. Uh, they do. do. Do they? They came back, but they don't do uh, Japanese. They, they got manga. better, right? Got it. They don't do Japanese manga anymore these days. They focus mainly on like Western manga style releases. Oh, today I learned. But no, I, I would not purchase it, regardless of its availability or lack thereof. I would not recommend it, generally speaking. There are other series we could recommend. I, I would recommend Bleach over this, funnily enough. Like, I, I actually thought going into this recording there was going to be a bit of an argument potentially over me saying, yeah, yes, this reminds me of Bleach, but then you, you brought it up first, so I'm quite glad about that. Because, yeah, it, you do get a lot of similarities with Bleach, funnily enough. Albeit, Bleach tends to handle them quite a bit better, and if nothing else, has more likable character. And I think that is kind of the main issue with this, is just that, yeah, yes, lack of information is not great, but you could almost live with that if the characters were just in any way likable, instead of just having Shirogane, who's a manipulative dick, and Akira, who's just a dick. And those are your two main characters. As for watching it, uh, I, I can't say I'm that bothered i mean maybe maybe it'll be all right but yeah it's not something i care enough to watch i i very much do come down on the side close to on mike's views rather than sean's views 
I do not think this is terrible or I, I don't think it's as bad as Sean seems to think it is at the very least. It is, in my opinion, nowhere near as bad as Loveless. Say Loveless, it was very much this kid is being groomed. It had all its weird sexual undertones that this just doesn't have. It has the weird decision of cat ears being a sign of virginity. It was a whole thing. Go listen to that episode. It was awful. Well, the manga was awful. The episode was great. Just, yeah. This was not... It was not awful to that extent. It was by no means good. It was just fine to the extent that it had a couple of bad characters and a bit of bad a bit of a lack of exposition that needed resolving and some of the exposition at the very least might get resolved in the next volume or not who knows but uh i don't see the characters changing to any drastic degree so no just just nah nah do you want to make it clear as well loveless is awful my opinion just, of mine will never change. No, no, no. I don't, we, I'm, we agree there. Loveless is awful. I yeah, just yes. think it's worse. I, I'm not suggesting you think Loveless is great or anything. Trust me, as someone who's read eight volumes of Loveless, Jesus, hey, no. I've read eight volumes of Loveless. We have, yes. Uh, we all both agree. Eight volumes too many. I, sure, bud. <laughs> we agree. Nine volumes too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see you on nine and raise you ten. <laughs> but put it like this. If you put Loveless and you put Monaco in fact in front of me, I'd read Loveless. So, uh, wow, wow, right. cannot agree with you on that I'd one. Say, yeah, Loveless has a direction, it's shit, uh, but it has a direction. No, uh, man, no, that's that's the hill. I'll I, die. I nah, take, you, you've lost me on that one. I would take directionless over <laughs> everything that Loveless is. There is a lot I would take over Loveless before having oh, to there's, there's a million things i would take over loveless <laughs> but this isn't one of them um... anyway you know you know what i would take over both this and loveless oh, i think i i really hope that you're going to refer to my <laughs> twitch channel right now <laughs> twitter.com slash which can only mean it's time for phil's rent to girlfriend update corner you know i take rent to girlfriend over this as well yeah i'll say uh, it like, no i'll get no i'll give you that i mean it's not hard to take my my Twitter over anything else because my Twitter doesn't do anything. What happened to your rented girlfriend, Phil? You've got a month of things. Uh, he did some laundry and found a bra. Scandalous. Is it? I, I mean, it's not his. I, so. I was going to say, it's not his <laughs> mic. I mean, it'd be more scandalous if it was his. <laughs> uh, you, you're not wrong. <laughs> and needless to say, being the mature adult, he went, that's a bit weird, hung it out to dry, and then asked his friend, neighbour, if it's hers. Like, oh, how'd that get in there? It's the correct response. <laughs> well, no, it, it, it was her bra because they are living together. Now that's the scandal. So therefore it's even less weird that it's there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It was, it was, she missed it when she took out her laundry. Scandal! It's like, oh my god. It's her bra. Oh my god. A bra! <laughs> so no doubt, if I know anything, he immediately went to his room and started jerking himself off using it. I imagine it was uh, very sweaty. That there was some sweat, yes. Oh no! Well, uh, no, no, no. He's like, oh no! What, what do I do? He, he did the typical anime trope of, oh no, what do I do? Well, I, I can't just leave it there, and I can't like put it somewhere. That you that could would do be weird. Literally either of those things. 
would be acceptable. No, 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 no. You see clearly the right thing to do, Mark, is you you take it out. <laughs> and then you're over like, it. <laughs> you take it out, and then when she walks in, you hide it because no, no, you can't be seen holding her bra that she left in the laundry. No, 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 no. Why? Why not? That's because then you might be labelled a pervert, Mark. And if you want to be labelled as a pervert as well, go to twitch.tv <laughs> slash Berserkra. Uh, oh, that's a new name for my subscribers right there. <laughs> I mean, we are the Zirkle Jerk, so, you know, not far yeah. off. Thanks for subscribing, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at twitch.tv slash Berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And yes, you too can subscribe and become a pervert. Yeah, I'm a pervzekra. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I can't name my emotes like that. How, how, how do I unsubscribe? Um... You don't. <laughs> oh. Even if you do, you don't. It's like it's like being a Catholic. <laughs> even if you've not been to church in many years, you're still just a bad Catholic. <laughs> it's, it's more a case like, even if I unsubscribe, you've still got the money. <laughs> the stank is still on you. <laughs> You can follow me at Slazer King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G, and you can follow the podcast as a whole. We are at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter, and we are at Trash Manga Friends on all the other social medias. There's a link to those in the card website down there in the show notes, as well as to all our individual links. And of course, you can subscribe to this podcast on those podcast services that you use, whether you're a Spotify guy, an Apple gal a Google NB, or maybe you just like Stitcher or TuneIn. You can subscribe to us on all of those. You can like, rate, review, leave a comment, tell your friends, ping us an email. I don't know. You can do things. I, I have seen we've gotten some recommendations in, which I am pursuing at the moment to see if they'll be good fits. So, hey, if there's something you want us to cover on the show, let us know, and maybe, maybe it will come up. But now we have to move on. As quickly as one trash series is banished to the Shadow Realm, 50 more blot out the sun. So what is the next series coming under fire in our spooky Halloween special, Phil? Oh man, we're going all Fortnite up in here. Oh, no. We're going to read Battle Royale. Oh man, that winner, winner, chicken dinner, as the kids say. I don't think anyone says that. I think lots of people, in fact, say that. That's how it became a meme. It's I don't think they say it why they put it in Fortnite. Is it in Fortnite? I thought it was a PUBG yeah. thing. No, uh, mm, I, I don't, it was a thing before either of them rose the point. Yeah. Well, yes, we'll be tackling the timeless battle royale. So look forward to that. And we'll see you in episode 95, Halloween edition. Take care. Enjoy the spooky season. Goodbye.